Thank you for joining the podcast for Beyond the Banter. Before we get started, you need to know some important information. If you need support immediately, please reach out to one of the following organisations. Lifeline on 131114, Beyond Blue on 1300224636, or Men's Line Australia on 1300789978. If your life is in danger, please call triple zero immediately. Hi guys, Chris Ashford from Beyond the Banter. I hope all is well. Um, I just wanted to do a quick video to link um, part one to part two. Um, we didn't want to rush this one and we wanted to take our time uh, with it because Bluesy's message is just, um, you know, it's really important and we didn't want to rush it. Um, so I just want to do a quick recap. Um, obviously um, in the third part one, um, you know, we talk about um, Bluesy's life growing up. Um, what it was like at a young age to play a professional sport all the way through to um, you know his challenges in, in life um, becoming a dad um, and the realization that um, he needed some help with his mental health so I just want to do a quick um, video just to link the two I hope all is well we absolutely love this podcast um, and um, yeah we look forward to producing some more uh, in the future thanks guys bye Probably one of the toughest things I've done. So, so what made you go? What, what was the trigger that you went, you're right, I need to go, given that you were encouraged? Um, waking, up, waking up in the morning and, and uh, you, you, you noticed that you'd been out driving all night, and you, but you, you never remembered it. Yep. And uh, that was like, it just happened once. And I, and I was like, I, I know, I know, I've been a that you know that this is this is too much. I've got I've got family, so yeah. yeah. So you so when I knew I was prepared to take so much prescribed drugs with alcohol, that that's maybe too much. I don't care. I don't care if it's maybe too much. I'm, I'll push it to the limit and see see how we go. Uh, yeah. What can be fatal, mm-hmm. right? Like prescription drugs mixed with alcohol, it, it can be fatal. Yeah, as well. and and that's when I knew if I, if I was I was pushing it to the limit all the time, and and uh, that's yeah, it was. But that one morning, I was when I, I, it was a moment where I said, right, I can't, I can't do this. I can't. I'm going to destroy. When you don't care about yourself, then you start to think about others, uh, and the, those thoughts were. Um, were quite powerful, and I thought, right, I've been told to get help. I'm going to go. I'm going to go try it. And you, you touched earlier, Chris, regarding uh, where you go for the mental help, health help uh, professionally. Yeah. And there is a thing that I used called the Mood Cafe, and it's it's a a website, and it's all different stuff. There's all different everything for men and women, and it was and I've and I've passed that on to. Quite a few people. Um, there is the, the obvious stuff, the websites for uh, the, the sort of bigger sort of social stuff uh, called Mind, um, 
um, and Sam, which is Scotland against mental health. So there, there's 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 loads, loads more, but that one that I seek help from and the guy who I sat down with and and spent my my sort of hard earned money that people ask how much was it and you tell them to go wow so you had to spend a fair bit of money to go get professional help i tried getting it free on the nhs i, I was i was on the slippery slope waiting on that time and i was like no i, I need to pay for this uh, so you could you could spend i don't know how much dollars it is but you can spend 100 pounds on a, on a night out drinking and it wasn't even that much for an hour with a, you know what I mean? And I, and I, and I spent uh, five weeks with the guy. So, yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. Um, I wanted to ask a little bit. Well, I want to go back to that morning when you realised you needed help. But before we do that, I just want to um, ask you um, from a, I guess from a, a, a health point of view, are there guidelines around hey, if you aren't feeling right or you are having negative thoughts, is, is it advertised over there what you should do from a, a government or a health point of view? Um, over here, um, I'll give you an example. We have Medicare, which is um, um, our health uh, care, um, and you can go and see a GP and have a chat and you would um, go through a mental health assessment plan. And then from there, they work out what the next steps are. And a part of that, last time I checked, it was like 10 free sessions you get with a psychologist um, to help you with your mental health care. Um, but as you just said, um, that those 10 free um, uh, um, meetings that you have could take six months to get yeah. you there. Whereas, most people need them now, yeah. um, not six months down the track. So I just wanted to check with you because I've always been interested to see how in different um, countries and international nights and stuff, like here in the last 10 years um, specifically, it's gotten a lot better. It's nowhere near where it is, but it's gotten a lot better. One of our um, national um, helplines, which is Lifeline in Australia, They've just introduced a live chat where you can just go on their website now and you can just chat to them on the website like a little pop-up and you're actually talking to someone directly one-on-one. -on -one. Um, and that's only happened in the last sort of three months. So there are big things that are happening. Um, it's just – it's. Uh, I just think that there's not enough out there at the moment. So um, I guess from from your point of view, um, did – did you know that there is help out there? Did you know that you could go to a GP? Did you know that there is mental health care? Is there mental health care plans over there? Um, I uh, literally do, don't know if there's health uh, mental health care plans. Uh, I know I know there's major issues like with the time scale thing uh, with seeking mental health help. You can get an appointment with a GP uh, and almost immediately the same day. And you can go and discuss that with them. Uh, Do you have to pay? No, no, that's that's free. No. Uh, the the when no, I'm talking. I'll be eleven eleven years ago, something like that, when I received my help. And when I went to the GP and discussed it, I was probably two months before before I sat down with a woman, and she sent me to these places because she said that it was roughly about the same time as what you guys are talking six months before you could actually 
receive proper professional help by a psychologist of some sort. Uh, but you can try these places. And there was a lot of them, were, they were all practically all free. Um, so there is lots of free help out there uh, in, in the UK. It's not something I've looked at lately to understand what's available, um, the difference between... Yeah. Uh, the difference between uh, like a, a professional psychologist or just a sort of uh, um, a, a place where you can go and discuss with people who are trained, uh, you know what I mean? So it's not something, that I, you know what, it's probably something I should maybe look into more. Um, it's the point of my question, right, is to find out if you guys are over there aware of what's, what's out there for you, right? And that, that's one of the reasons why I ask yeah. because, mate, even over here, I speak to people, we're, we um, go on TikTok quite a fair bit. It's our biggest audience, TikTok. And um, so many people reach out to you and, and even like Australians, I say, if they, if they message me and they say, hey, I'm not feeling well, blah, 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 I'll say, hey, have you, have you gone and spoke to a GP? Have you actually gone and spoke to someone? Have you spoken about a mental health? And they're like, oh, no, no, we didn't know we could do mm -hmm. that. So, um, and that's it, right? So, which is readily available. But, um, yeah, like, it, it's good to ask that question because it's, it's good to get the, understand the response so that if, if people listening might go out there that in your backyard over there yeah. or wherever, that they can look into it and find out what the resources are, are available. Um, the morning that you realised you needed help, what, what what happened? What made you go right? Today's the day. Uh, this, this, just the sober fact that uh, um, I could have ended not just my own life, but someone else's, uh, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have even remembered it. Um, and I, I, I feel very, very lucky that I never that that never happened. Uh, so that that was the sober moment. And I knew that I needed to to stop stop practically immediately, and I wasn't. I didn't find a, a problem stopping any of my addictions at all. Uh, just complete straight cold turkey. Uh, but the but the help the help thing was understood that the the drink side of things was was um, uh, what would you call it that that. I knew that that was a major reason uh, of trying to numb everything that I was doing and happening in my in my life. So, um, and I was actually going through my my apprenticeship, earning not good money and stuff, and still trying to play hockey for for some money as well. So, it was hard. It was it was hard to stop in a way that the culture, what we talked about earlier, especially with the hockey guys, yeah. um, but. It was an easy decision to me, you know what I mean? It was, it was I'm sort of contradicting myself. It was easy to stop what I was doing because I knew the severity of the what, what could happen, um, which is which is a loss of a loss of not just a fat like the family, but if if I was not to be there, then that's probably worse for my family than than uh, you know what I mean. And then not getting help, or, or you know what I mean? It's a, it's a terrifying moment when you you. I remember one time waking up in the morning and and I better go get my car, so I organised a taxi and the taxi pulls up at the front, beeps his horn, 
I walk out the front and I'm like, why's my car there? Yeah. Yeah. And to this day, I still don't know who drove it home. You know, and I, I'm, mm. I'm hopeful that a friend has, and I've just never worked out who it was, but it's a terrifying moment when you have something like that. Yeah. It does. Yeah. yeah. It's happened to me. I did it. This is probably 20, 25, uh, 20, what are we? 20, not even 20 years ago, but, um, uh, I remember I parked, uh, I was going in the city, so I parked a little bit closer to the city, not all the way in. And I remember I was out all night and whatever, and um, came home in the morning and said, all right, I'm going to go get my car. So I got a taxi to go pick my, uh, sorry, a, a bus to go pick my car up, and I got there and it wasn't there. And I'm like, holy shit, it's been stolen. Um, uh, get back on the bus, about to go in home and call the police and, and report it. And I looked out on the street and I could see my car right down the end of the street, about two metres from the, the, um, the gutter. So I've parked it there and walked up and I've gone down and looked and there's half eaten kebab and a can of like Coke and whatever there. And I was like, holy shit, that can't happen again. That, that can't happen again. Um, and um, it, it never had until that stage. But um, like you had a lot of pressure there as well, mate, because you had a couple of young kids. Yeah. In. Um, you had to, you had to provide, you know, you had to be the person that um, they needed in their life. Yes. Yeah. And um, I know over here, the apprenticeships is year one, year two, year three, year four. I don't know if it's similar. Exactly. Um, yeah, exactly. money, yeah. Money's a bit, bit tight in those first couple of years. So definitely understand, um, all that pressure mounting up. One question I had for you, though, and obviously I know a little bit more about you now, so I saw, I think I know the answer, but I'll ask you anyway. Were you drinking to, to get loose and just hang out and be one of the boys, or were you doing it to mask um, the those thoughts that you were having? And obviously we've talked a little bit now, so I know a little bit more about you, but what what was it that made you want to want to have that drink? I guess? It was literally for it was literally to numb everything that, that was going on. It was lit, that was, uh, yeah, it was a hundred percent just to get rid of all the the thoughts and feelings that you had, uh, and and the painkillers were were a, a, a probably an even better way because to to do that at the time because as as we talked about when you when you get drunk you get blind drunk and then you you black you, you have the you don't remember things whereas the painkiller thing is it's a completely different thing uh, it numbs it it gets rid of it but you're you're aware of things around about you kind of thing so yeah the two of them together was was quite horrible but um that was all I'd done it for uh I'm, and I and I know and I'm I'm still I'm not a social drinker I I I do I still enjoy a drink and I go out um to enjoy and have fun and, and be and be loose and have have a good good crack with, with my mates and uh, yeah and and, I, and I'm 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 quite uh, help what's the word uh, I'm quite happy that I understand where I am when I when I go have a drink. Sometimes yeah. I take it too far and then I understand, but but not not nothing nowhere like what back in uh, sort of ten twelve years ago. But uh, yeah, I mean, I I had my, talking about my help, my help, professional help. Um, it, it, he dug way back into my 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 subconscious when I was young. The stuff that happened when, when my mom and dad separating and stuff, and just. Taught me about my subconscious things that have happened in my life, um, and I realised 
I mean, all the trouble I used to get uh, during school and stuff and all that thing that I got done. I used to talking about drink driving. I, I actually got stole my mum's car when I was sixteen and smashed it and uh, um, got caught by the police dogs. Uh, you know what I mean? Sixteen years old and again that was it was all fun when you were with your mates at that age and it's uh, it's it's crazy to think that the separation of your parents etc played a part in the reason you were do drinking so young uh, don't get me wrong I was straight into an adult culture at 14 I was going to nightclubs I was going into oh, nightclubs at 14 uh, yeah uh, yeah so it was it was all that stuff that you didn't care about what happened that night stemmed from stemmed from your subconscious childhood where you're like, you know what I mean, I've got a reason to be doing this, but I don't know why. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, it's quite quite uh, quite deep. Yeah. Well, mate, I think I think, you know, at fourteen years old playing professional sport, um, against other grown men, that in itself is is a big challenge because at fourteen years old you would have seen things that you didn't even know existed no. or, you know, you wouldn't have understood anything at 14 years old, right? So I think I think that was a big, big part of it. Um, okay, so you got help and um, you went through that process. Um, what were the next steps for you? What was, a, what was your next plans? What did you want to do? Um, how were you going to balance... Um, you know, your life now that you've discovered that, hey, there is an issue here and I need to, to fix it? Uh, I had to get my family, I had to get my family back. Um, and that was my, that was my number one priority from, that was what I needed in, in my, um, to, to want to, like literally keep living kind of thing was the family um, so I always had the kids the kids were the kids but the family side of things and I got and I was I was told or or made to led to believe uh, but or not believe uh, sort of taught by by the the, the psychologist that the family's never ever going to, they're always going to be there so you don't just I, I couldn't just take my family back for my own mental health. You need to want the family back and stay with it for the rest of your life because your kids are going to get up and leave you, and you're going to be with uh, with your wife for the rest of your life, not just because you know what I mean, not just to help you. Uh, that's you know what I mean. You people with parents that stay together for their kids, etc. That's not not the smart thing to do so that was that was my number one priority uh for not just for my mental health but i knew that i knew that that's where i where i belonged and i needed to make amends for for stuff um and it happened and 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 the, the stuff happened that my kids are their kids are all away as well in fact my, my 20 year old daughter's in uh she's in australia right now um, she's oh, living. Really? She's living just north of you, Topher. Um, she's yeah. in the Sunshine Sunshine Coast. Uh, give her, give her, give her a shout out, mate. Give her a shout so, out. So, uh, Rihanna, Rihanna, and our best friend Kennedy, they went over there six months ago uh, with a year's working, a year's visa, and they're coming home. They're coming home in January. Uh, the, the the flights are all booked and stuff. We thought they would do the full year, but 
things are things didn't map out how how they expected. But she went over at uh, like nineteen years old, and just luck. Just you know, what I mean, but she, she's she's my wee she's my my wee princess. She's like, and then my my two boys, uh, my oldest one, he plays. Uh, Professional stroke, semi-professional hockey down in England, and my middle guy, he, Xander, he's um, he uh, he looked after my dog last night, but he's he graduated. I never thought I'd have a kid that graduated for for university, uh, yeah. in business marketing. So um, the, he's living with he's living with his girlfriend. So I'm like me and the wife, we're we're, we're loving life, uh, and that's why I've opened up my shop. Uh, I thought oh, I need to, I need to. F- film my time kind of thing so but getting back to getting back to the help uh yeah it says you don't just get a family back together because it's going to help you it's, you get it because you want it yeah. uh and it's been tough it's been tough but it's been rewarding as well uh and i know that i i, I done that for the right all for the right reasons um but yeah so um and I, i've all the all the sort of substance side of things, I've been through some serious, painful uh, stuff with injuries and and just minor accidents, and I, I'm paracetamols. You know, what I mean, I'm just uh, it's like you know, and maybe need something stronger. But I'm like, no, no, I'll just I'll just ride this out. I'll, uh, and it's not because I'm scared of of taking painkillers. I just like you know what the the were. The further, the further moment in my life, I'm, I'll go without them. You know what I mean? But, yeah. Gloves off, right? So you've started your enterprise, and um, what's that done for you now? What does that and what does that mean to you? And and I'm not a, I'm not a big fan of hockey. I'm, I'll admit it. But um, yeah, yeah. What, what does gloves off mean? So the gloves off. I explained earlier regarding when you're fighting on the ice, you take your gloves off. It's it's a uh, it's it's a phrase renowned all over the world. If it's, if it's gloves off time, it's 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 game on kind of thing. So when I wanted a connection with mental health, and I I just married the two together, where you you're you need to f- fight your fight your demons, you need to win your battles. When I coached for many years, right up to uh, Great Britain, Great Britain under 16 level, I was coaching kids up to about four years ago, I think I stopped. Um, and what I would always I would always say in a team sport, uh, you separate your five guys on the ice at one time and you, you've all got your small battles to win. And if you if you all win your battles, you, your chances are you're going to win, win your game. So my battles... I knew where um, mental, and I just married the two together. Where you need to a, a small battle mentally might be when you wake up in the morning and you you don't want to go to your work. You know what I mean? It's a, such a such a easy thing to feel, and then it's just a small battle. You just got to win your small battles every day. Every day you have battles. So uh, yeah, I got loads of different slogans. So gloves off I was like I just need people to enjoy it for what it is if you're into ice hockey choose your colours you know what I mean but mm. like I said if it, run, it runs a lot deeper um, I've helped lots of people people strangers have emailed me and 
just talked, just told me this, you know what I mean, and, and I've never tell anybody anything I don't know anything about. But I've said before, I reiterated a lot of my professional help because it still helps me to the day, to this very, every, every day, I think about, you know what I mean, those, how to deal with thoughts. And my mates, the, the ex-Marines I was speaking to last night, they talked about their professional help and he says, you, you'll never, ever be cured. You can stop drinking, you can do everything, but you'll never stop the thoughts from coming into your head. You just got to learn how to deal with them. Uh, and yeah. and let, yeah, yeah they raise their head every day and you just got to, yeah, and and it is easier if you're not yep. you, if you're not taking any form of substances. It's way easier, way way easier. But uh, yeah, so gloves off was as I've, I've mentioned. I've opened up a shop, and it's an ice hockey shop, uh, ice hockey equipment. But the clothing sides. Where's the shop? Where's the shop located? It's located in Kirkcaldy, right across from the the. the Five Flyers Ice Arena, the the where the they played in the Elite League, um, yeah. So the, that's where I played my junior hockey, um, and it's there used to be a shop there years and years and years ago, and I knew I knew the owners, uh, and it, it sort of went downhill, and that was about ten years ago it closed. Um, yeah, so I've just thought, you know what, I'm going to make a go of it. I still keep my job, uh, so I'm a busy I'm a busy man. <laughs> But it's, it's obviously it's good to be busy, as you guys know. There's a paragraph here. There's a paragraph here that I'm just going to read out from your website because this is what I saw when I first read it. I was like, "Wow!" So it says, "Gloves off" is a phrase um, used throughout the world, and you're right. It is. It's used throughout the world in every every um, aspect. We say gloves are off. It means there's no rules. Let's go for yeah. it. You know, um, whether it's a physical or mental obstacle in your path that ne that needs needs to overcome, it's gloves off time. Make a positive statement, chest out, shoulders back, and show others around you by wearing our merchandise that you may have been weak and needed help, but are a fighter, and when the time comes, you're not afraid to get the gloves mm -hmm. off. Love it. Absolutely love it. So, um, oh, yeah, I can't applaud you enough for that, and we'll definitely do what we can over here, and with the connection with Lorna as well, um, you know, we'll, we'll definitely um, put that on our socials and, and see what sort of reaction we get there as well. Um, just just when we're talking then, one of the things you sort of mentioned was that, um, you know, someone said to you that you're never going to be cured. Yeah, you're right. You're never going to be cured. There's no magic wand, and that's what the doctor will tell you. If you're going to the doctor for the first time and you're experiencing your first bad mental health uh, illness, they'll tell you they haven't got a magic wand, that you've got to accept it. Like as soon as you accept it and work out how to manage it, You'll, you know, you'll, you'll overcome it um, and you, what you need to do is just make changes and, and manage it throughout your life. So, yes, yeah, spot on, 100%. Yeah. It's never going to go away. Um, but there are tools and measures that you can take to try and help you and alleviate that. And and in most cases, not all cases, but in most cases it is either drugs or alcohol that um, one of the contributing factors. Um, but in saying that, one of the reasons I sort of stopped drinking was because they said it, it was a contributing factor. So I, I stopped drinking, um, as I said, about six years ago, and I never had any real issues with anxiety or depression mm -hmm. until probably middle of last year again i hadn't touched a drink so i was like well i've given up this because you know but it's about just about accepting that it's never going to go away and, and i'm at peace of that now and i know that it's never going to go away so it's a big big statement that your mate said but it's so true and and no one's saying that hey go and get some psychological help that you're going to be okay um you know it's just helping you manage mm -hmm. so um uh, I, I yeah i'm like i'm totally blown away um i 
um, did notice on your on your websites that you do have your ups and down days still. Is that is that still the case with yourself? Yeah, yeah, hundred uh, yeah. percent. No, nowhere, nowhere near as bad or as or as frequent. Nowhere near, but yeah, it's just a, it's a. a it's, it's, it's good to be secure in my in my life, and I'm making decisions and 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 opening up opening up another part of my business kind of thing. But uh, yeah, just even just even uh, just just work in general. You it's, sometimes you you need to deal with stuff, and you you really can't be bothered. And it's, it's if you were to put if I was to put something aside instead of dealing with it, you're immediately. You're immediately walking away for your for your, just a small just a small issue, even just a work issue. If you, I'll, I'll do that tomorrow. You, then then you're 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 straight away into a, into a, just a sort of part of your brain that you you're I'm going to have to deal with that at another time, and then something else might happen during that space that you think you're giving yourself, and then you're you're fighting against it. So yeah, my my, my daily stuff takes me to where I, I try and get things done. I'll do them when they when they book, when they show their face. I'll do them and I'll deal with them, uh, and I'll know build things up, and, and that goes that goes uh, for emotionally as well. Anything I feel, I try and understand, and I, I understand why it's why it's reared its head. You know what I mean? And sometimes it's after a night out, and you get up in the morning, and you're like, I shouldn't have done this. I shouldn't have said that. And it's like, right, well, okay, uh, it's happened. Deal with it. Speak to someone. It's, it's not happened in a long, long time, but uh, yeah, just I'll deal with them there and then, um, and not just hope that they go away. Yeah, absolutely agree. All right, well, we've just gone nearly an hour, so and we're just we're just chatting. I feel like there's so much more, so I think we'll um, maybe touch base with you in the in your new year to get you back on for another episode because I feel like there's a lot more to talk to you about. And mate, it's been an hour, and it doesn't feel like it's been an hour. But before we go, um, there's a couple of things. Do you want to give a shout out to the legend Lorna because she's the one that's teed this up, and mate, she speaks very highly of you. Yeah. So, um, and if you want to tell the story about Lorna, please feel so, free. So, uh, Lorna's. Uh... You, you poor guys probably know, but Lorna's brother played ice hockey. Touch. Uh, he was a good friend of mine and my brother. He's a really good friend of my brother's. Um, and Lorna's just Titch's little sister. Uh, go go way back. Titch's. I mean, she's maybe told you Titch has got his own. He's he's got his own problems and stuff, mental health, and uh, I hope she doesn't mind me saying. But she's 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 such a she wants to do well for others and like myself yep. when you do well for others like what you guys are doing you, it helps you as well um, yep. and I would imagine Lorna doing what she's doing with you guys is is a big thing for her to be able to help others and that's who Lorna is um, she's uh, yeah when she told me about you guys I was like and I never knew. I never, I never knew Lorna, Lorna done that side, that side. Because we, we had a, we had a mutual friend. Uh, she probably told you that he, he passed away, and I looked after. I wouldn't say I looked after my friend Gary, but uh, yeah, he was just, he was just too, too far down our line that he couldn't have come back from uh, with alcohol, and uh, yeah, that was, that was quite a tough. That was a tough time, but. No, Lorna, we talked a lot and she could only do so much and she kind of felt bad that she was on the other side of the world, but 
That's yeah. that's that's when you got to look after yourself and realise that you're there for her. She's she's over there doing what she's doing, fighting her own fight, winning her, winning her own battles. Uh, so yeah, it's Lorna's. When she told me about you guys, I'm like, that's it all makes it all makes sense. It all makes sense. But yeah, she's she's from good stock. She's from good stock. Her yeah, mum and dad are good people, and they're over there just now, I believe. Yeah, yeah so. Yeah, they're Ship it off. Yeah. <laughs> Might have to add a little extra postage, but we'll yeah. get it. 
colours if you want. I was actually going to ask you. So, um, there's, there's, just before we, we wind up, I, um, uh, Tofi, you said before that you're not really into ice hockey. Ice hockey is like AFL, right? You have to be in the arena. It's ten times mm. better being there in person. And and um, Pluzi, you understand this. I went to America in 2004, went to Madison Square Garden, watched uh, an ice hockey match. It was uh, Rangers versus Tampa Bay. It remained goalless all the way through the game. Not one goal scored. Went to, I think, does it go to three overtimes yeah. or is it two extra times? It was, and they scored. Uh, yeah. They scored with like 10 seconds ago in the last part they were playing. So I only got to see one goal over there. I remember it, but I loved it. And being in the arena is very different to watching it on TV, that's for sure. Um, but I was going to say to you, okay, so us two here, so what team should we be going for? What's the what's the colours we should be uh, um, representing? Well, I mean, it'd be, it'd be stupid if you never went for green and gold, would it not? <laughs> um, is there a green gold ice my, my friend, I've got other friends in Sydney, and uh, he, he coaches his, his uh, the the kids over there. And his son is over here playing for for one season, um, and they've said that he only gets one hour ice time to train over there. But over in Scotland, you get four hours a week. So he's sent his son over here yeah, to, right. to to train and, and get four times the ice. But yeah, right. uh, he's bought he's bought lots of clothes from me. Uh, and his his mum and dad take them over when they go visit and stuff. But it's all green and gold. It's all green and gold. So uh, yeah. yeah, that's that's the go, that's the go to yeah. colour for you guys. But uh, yeah, no, I appreciate I appreciate yeah. the plug. Right, I appreciate okay. the plug. <laughs> yeah, no problem, mate. Um, so um, I'll give you final comments, mate. I'll throw over to you. If there's anything you want to tell to the wider audience, people in your own backyard, you know, any words of advice that you could possibly give, I'll, I'll throw it over to you and then we'll, we'll close it up. Um, well, firstly, guys, it was great meeting you. Love, love what you're doing. Love your, uh, your own, your, your own stories, etc. Um, I think it's really important for everyone who's listening that, when you do go ask for help, whether it be a friend or whether it be a GP or or uh, some form of professional help, it's not it's, it's probably going to be the best thing you ever do. And if one person that's listening does it and stops them from having some seriously bad thoughts, then your job the job's done. You know what I mean? And if you if you raise the bar a bit and try and help one person a day, you know what I mean? You're, you're, what you do. In your spare time, podcasts or printing t-shirts, etc. If it helps, if it helps someone, then it's only a good thing. Uh, the Mood Cafe is where I received my uh, my professional help uh, over here in the UK. But probably the biggest the biggest movement happening at the moment is Andy's Man Club uh, where people physically go into to certain places and uh, introduce themselves, etc. And just discuss their, their their problems and stuff like that with other people with the same in in the same area in the same sort of circumstances or um, people go there to to help out. Uh, I know guys that are involved in it and I know guys that attend it as well. Uh, it's a massive following uh, and it's and it's such an amazing thing that's happening over here and they're, and they're expanding every day and every week. So yeah, Andy'sManClub.co.uk. 
um, it's look, give it give it a look, give it a follow. Uh, it's very very inspirational. To to wrap up on a on a positive note regarding people listening is that you're you're every single person is struggling. Very very few. If you've got money, you've got money problems. They bring you different problems. You bring you you know what I mean. There's there's no. You could have zero and be happy. Uh, you could be out of job, still be happy. Uh, you know what I mean? Everyone has problems and issues, and you just have to you, you have to address them uh, and feel strong about going and getting help. You know what I mean? Feel really feel like you know what I'm doing something that that's going to take some strength here. And if you've not got the strength, reach out, reach out privately to someone or or anonymously to a website, etc. It's a, it's a must. It is a must. Um, but yeah, you guys keep doing what you are doing. Uh, absolutely. I've I've watched a couple of things, seen you guys going uh, on the pier and stuff. Uh, uh, just keep doing what you're doing, and I, hopefully I will catch up with you guys again. You, you've, I'll, I'll hold you to that. Um, yeah, no, well, we will, we will, we will for sure. We've really enjoyed it. Um, we didn't need an interpreter. We understood <laughs> you um, crystal clear. So that was a plus. Um, look, from our point, from our side as well, the more people talking about mental health, um, you know, the better. There's no competitive landscape or anything like that where, um, you know, we're going up against people in the same sort of field. If everyone's talking about it, then we're all winning. Mm -hmm. So um, I just want to say thank you again. Um, 10 o'clock Sunday morning there, um, 9 o'clock here. I will tell you that was 40 degrees, 40 degrees here today, so I don't know what it's like currently there, but um, we're going for a bit of a heat wave here at the moment, so it is quite warm over here. Um, but look, mate, thank you so much for your time. Really appreciate it. And um, we look forward to chatting to you in the new year and a future episode. Brilliant, guys. Look after yourselves. Thank awesome. you. Thank Take you. care. Bye bye. Thank you for joining the podcast for Beyond the Banter. Before we get started, you need to know some important information. If you need support immediately, please reach out to one of the following organisations. Lifeline on 131114, Beyond Blue on 1300224636, or Men's Line Australia on 1300789978. If your life is in danger, please call 000 immediately.